Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I'm with Katie Smith, founder of Coming to New York City. Katie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. And we are talking about leaving New York City. And so after two years of moving to Brooklyn and living in New York City, we made the decision to leave New York City. Now, practically, that was always a part of our plan, or at least I could say my plan, uh, was to be in New York for two years and then move back to Texas because we owned a house in San Antonio and it's where our family was and it was just kind of, you know, we'll come, we'll experience two years in New York City and we will most likely move back to to San Antonio after that uh, as I had a day job there um, and they, they were flexible to let us move uh, to, to, to New York for a couple of years. Um, Katie, any other backstory to our being in, in uh, before we tell kind of what happened that brought us back to Texas? Um, no, I think, I mean, you're right. We had said, let's give it two years. Um, if I'm being honest, that was my way of saying, hey, it's just two years. Let's just try it. And that was my way of like making it sound better. Um, but I mean, I fell in love with the city. Yeah. hard after yeah. a very short amount of time. So two years went really quickly, really yeah. quickly. Yeah. So you, you did not want to move back to Texas, but you were willing to. And I think practically yeah. it was, um, you know, for me to keep my job, I was needing to move back to Texas. Right. I, uh, the cost of living was kind of crazy. We owned a house we were never going to own in New York City. There was just some practical things that it was like, you know, Texas just makes sense, and so we we should probably just move back to Texas because it made sense. It made sense, right? Well, here here's I don't want to go into too many details uh, of what happened, but in the process of moving back to San Antonio, uh, my job stuff started to you know fall apart. Is maybe an easy way to to answer that? It just it became clear that it wasn't the job that I was going to have long term, and so there just became to have you know it was. Our lease was up. We'd already given up our apartment. Getting an apartment in New York City, I often say, is harder than buying a house in Texas. Yeah, um, it's tough to to get an apartment in New York City, um, and and so we we were going to have to move regardless. And we kind of hit this this kind of place of man, I'm 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 going to have to go out maybe full time as a consultant, or what what does that look like? And in the middle of that, I had a job opportunity come up in Dallas, Texas, where a, lo- a you know friend that I've had for a couple of years said, "Hey, come and join our company," and it was an exciting opportunity. I got a great offer, and we uh, so we literally already had the U-Haul scheduled. Um, we, we actually had an apartment in San Antonio. We had to cancel. So we, we were going to move back. We were going to keep renters in our house. So it's, because we got used to living that simplified life. We didn't want to go back to a house. We didn't want to go back to the and house. And we had renters in the house in yeah. San Antonio. We're like, you know, that's um, they're paying our mortgage, essentially. Yep. Um, we're not making money on it. We're not losing money on it. And we like living small. So yeah. let's just get an apartment. So that's what we were planning on doing yeah. in San Antonio. And, and I mean, practically love the simplicity of it. And an apartment was a great option because we had swimming pools. We had, uh, you know, there's less me- room for the kids to make a mess. It just lots of conveniences, no yard to maintain. So we were very excited about going back to an apartment in San Antonio. But we we like, let's actually cut the move short and let's just go to Dallas uh, when I took that job. So we quickly got a townhouse in Dallas um, close to where my office was in the Plano area. It was actually Carrollton um, was the exact, I guess, city or area there in North Dallas. 
Um, and so we, you know, probably two weeks before we were going to move to San Antonio, shifted that move to yeah. Dallas. But either either way, mm-hmm. we were in Texas. Uh, and so that's yes. – we loaded the U-Haul. We actually got movers this time rather than trying to move ourselves, uh, yes. which was a great decision. Top hat movers. Um, they were fantastic. They were, they were fantastic. Um, unique, I will say. Uh, the owner was very unique, but he was very thorough. And, and he had a great team. They had like six guys that came out and just incredibly thorough. The way they took pictures of all of our furniture they were taking apart, the way they packed things, it was just so well done. Um, and then load up that U-Haul. And I it totally made you trip. kick yourself for not hiring a company yes. when we came. Totally. Um, and then and then we got to Texas. We had movers that un- unloaded us there. Katie, talk about your mindset in the midst of that chaos as we're shifting from New York back to Texas. It was really, really difficult. Um, I mean, this is probably, we started in January talking about moving back to San Antonio, and then we pivoted at the last moment, which was really stressful. Um, And it was really hard because I didn't want to leave, but there was really no other option. Like there was no good reason for us to stay. Everything else made sense to move. So, um, I knew that's what we needed to do, but it was stressful. And I mean, I'll be honest, I cried every day. I mean, everything was a last every time we went to, um, like there was a St. Patrick's day parade in our neighborhood that passed by our street. And I just remember the last time going to that, just crying, like, Oh, we're just never going to experience this again. And saying goodbye to people and just, I mean, everything, even the last little, the smallest little things, going to the movie theater for the last time, I just, I just took it so hard. I took it very personally. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And, and I think practically we wanted to make Dallas, uh, our home, or at least, at least I did. And, and, you know, you gave it your best effort. We, we quickly went looking for churches there in the Dallas area. So we, uh, you know, went and visited several churches the first few weekends, um, and we had gone to Hillsong here, so we had gotten used to, you know, really like a big production and yeah. uh, really powerful worship and speaking and all that. And so we were looking for something that um, was kind of on that same level. Yeah. And luckily we found Shoreline Church, yeah. which was amazing. Earl McClellan is just awesome. In fact, he's speaking at the Hillsong Conference this year, yeah. like they connected. And um, so that was a really huge blessing yeah. um, for us getting to Dallas and experiencing that. Absolutely. I, I, I think too, we, we tried, we were like, let's find all the cool things there are to do in Dallas. And so we went to, you took the kids to like the Fort Worth livestock something. and Yeah, I figured uh, if we we're going to do Dallas, we might as well just go all the way and just do like the, yeah, <laughs> the Longhorns. Six the, Flags passes. Yeah, Six Flags passes. We went to the uh, Peru Museum downtown. We went to the aquarium downtown. We just really tried to do what we did in New York City in Dallas and try to experience it all and take it all in. Um, but I, I can't explain it. I don't know why. I mean... Dallas is fantastic. There's no reason, but it ne- we just never settled in there. Um, I, again, I'll be honest, I cried every day. Like it just, something just wasn't right. And I still don't know what that was. I, I think it was a learning experience. Um, I think it, it taught me what I really wanted in life. It taught me where I really wanted to be. It taught us a whole lot. Um, we won't get into all the details, but it just never felt like home. In fact, 
I mean, I talked in the last podcast, you can drive for six hours and still be in Texas. It's so huge. And so none of our family was in Dallas. They were all in Houston and San Antonio, which was a long way away. So while we were in the same state, we still felt far away from family, but it was too long to drive too close to fly. And it was just this awkward in between. So it really didn't solve the problems that we thought it was going to. And we ended up, I mean, having to buy cars and stuff again, and then the expense of the townhome and um, just different things. We were ending up spending the same amount of money in Dallas that we were in New York City, but it wasn't New York City. Yeah, you know, and it was actually more expensive for us in in that we made certain decisions that, that made it more expensive and that um, we got a townhome, which wasn't even as big as our old house was, uh, but it was definitely bigger than our apartment in New York City was. We, we got an, a new in a new to us car, it was a used car, uh, but we had a car payment, and then we had gas that we were going to have. We had insurance. So we were um, in the car all the time. We had that, we'll tolls. talk about adjustments. That was a huge adjustment. Going from being in the car every once in a while to every single time we had to go somewhere we had to get in the car in fact one of my favorite stories was our youngest um who was two when we moved to new york city so new york city is kind of what she remembered and so when we came to dallas she said mom why why are there sidewalks here nobody walks and she was totally genuine in that because in in new york city in brooklyn we walked everywhere and here we walked nowhere um so that was difficult it was just different you know katie you said earlier uh, there was something missing in Dallas that you just don't know, what it, or, or that there's just thing missing in Dallas from New York City. What what is it that was missing in Dallas from New York City? Um, it was a sense of community um, in Dallas, and really in, in a lot of places. Um, you can get really comfortable going into your home, closing the door, and not seeing anybody because you go from your home to your garage, get in your car, and leave, and then come back, close your garage, go inside. And so we would see some people, we'd try to go on walks, and we'd say hi, and but there just wasn't this sense of community because in New York City, like we talked about in our brownstone, we lived on top of two other families and we literally lived in the same house with them and so our kids would play we would hang out um all of that and so then when we went to our own place we felt isolated at least I did I felt more isolated in Dallas um yeah and I think driving the car everywhere and having to do that um it was just yeah more isolating yeah you know I I think people always talk about how friendly people are in the south and it's true there there is a, a level of friendliness in the south uh but there are also you know what we noticed which we hadn't noticed before because we were we lived in san antonio and houston where we both grew up and already had built-in community is moving into dallas which was a new place for both of us people have high fences uh and you have your your private space and, and you often already have your community because not not as many people are moving in and out where in New York, and especially even now when we're in a building, um, we're forced to interact with our neighbors. We're on the elevator together. We're in the hallways together. Uh, where in in Texas, we literally pulled into our garage and then walked right into our house from our garage. We had no reason to interface with our neighbors. And so community became much more challenging to build. Um, and I think for Katie, I was traveling a lot. And so she was very yeah. isolated in that space. And 
we'd actually tried a different kind of school experience for our girls too, or at least for Emory, where she was in like a half homeschool, half private school with Grace Covenant Academy, which we loved. It was a great school, but but I don't know that it was a great the best fit for our family. Yeah, no. Um, Nils had been traveling quite a bit when we lived in New York City, um, but we didn't realize with this new position in Dallas how much more travel he would have to do. And so my thought initially when putting Emery in this, she would go to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays and essentially work from home on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And so I thought, that's going to really open our family up to being able to travel more with Nils, take long weekends, um, Emery can have her homework with her, and um, it'll just free us up a whole lot. Well, Nils ended up having to travel a lot more than what we thought. Um, expenses in Dallas ended up being a lot more than what we thought, and it just we just didn't have the freedom to tag along on his trips, either financially or um, just the nature of his trips just didn't allow it. So um, I think that was another expectation that we had. We were like, if we're going to go to Dallas, that's great. We're going to travel the country now. You know, we had yeah. traveled New York City. We had traveled the Northeast. Now we'll tag along with you and travel the country. But that just did not pan out the way that we thought it would. And that was hard, too, because, like Noel said, I was essentially alone homeschooling Emory. And <laughs> it turned out that year we found out she had ADD and, and some other, you know, learning things going on. Um, so I was trying to deal with that and teach her and not have Nils there. And frankly, being depressed about not being in New York City. Um, Dallas is fantastic. And we had some great friends who reached out to us. Um, Shannon, a friend from high school, invited us to go places. Um, Megan and Ryan, who are friends yeah. from back in San Antonio, who lived in, in Dallas at the time, too, um, they reached out. And so I know a lot of people tried to reach out to us and, and make us feel more at home. But there's just something like when it it's deep down in your soul, when you know that you're you're in the right place because you know you're supposed to be learning something, but that is not where you're supposed to be long term. Like there was just something that did not sit right in my soul there. And I can't explain it any other way except for that. Yeah. And it, and it was pretty clear pretty quickly. And I still remember at my 90 day review, um, at, at the new company, um, I, I was talking with my boss and just said, you know, and he, he was like, man, you're doing great. Uh, th- this is really awesome. You know, uh, and, and I've said the same thing. I've, this is, this is a, a perfect job for me. You know, I'm, I really, um, it, the job was working out very well, but I remember saying as great as the job is, living in Dallas just isn't going to work for our family. And this was 90 days in after moving our family, loading up the U-Haul and, and moving everything to Dallas and buying a new car and getting moved into a, a townhome and buying new furniture for that townhome. And doing everything that seemed like it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and trying to, and with the plan of moving to Dallas long term, yeah. uh, that that was going to be home and where we we're going to raise our kids. And 90 days in, it was, it was clear that it wasn't. And I, had to be transparent with my boss of, uh, this isn't going to work. And I, and I remember we had a conversation of, well, let's figure out how we make this work. And and they, they were kind even that, that early of let's start planning a move back to New York city for you guys. Um, if, if that's, if that's what your family needs, uh, we want to make this work. So it was about after 90 days in of living there, we were already moving our, making our plans to, to move, move back, back to New York city. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and so what was huge. your mindset as we were beginning to move back? <laughs> um, 
my mindset was totally different from the first time. The first time, it's the unknown. It's exciting. You you want to get back or you want to go for the first time. You really don't know what you're doing. You're trying to make the best plans possible. But this time, it was kind of like a sense of urgency. Like, we need to get back. We We need to get back there and make sure we set up our lives. But we knew what we wanted. We knew how the process worked to get an apartment, um, which was actually still overwhelming because we know how much it costs. (laughs) And we had just moved back, and then we're going to pay moving costs to get back up to New York City and put a deposit down on the apartment and pay broker fees and all of that. So it was overwhelming, but it was just something that we needed to do for ourselves. Um, And so it was exciting, but in a different way this time. Yeah. So that it was, and we will share in the coming episodes of what that move back to New York City was like. Yeah, and we only lasted in Dallas for nine months. Yep. We finished out the school year yep. and moved back. So we moved there in August yep. and moved back to New York City in June, so nine months. Yes, and this time <laughs> we paid one moving company to load us and unload us. That ended up being a different nightmare, which we'll talk about in a future <laughs> episode. Uh, but it was all a part of the adventure that got us back to New York City for the long haul. And let me just tell you, when people are when people ask where we're from and how long we've been in the city, it's really difficult to explain that we were in Brooklyn and then we moved back to Texas, but only for nine months, and then we came back. So our story is a little scattered and it's a little confusing, um, but the moral of the story is we're where we're supposed to be now. That's right. <laughs> we're That's settled right. and we're good. Well, that will do it for this episode of the Coming to New York City podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Go to comingtonewyorkcity.com uh, to get great resources, blog posts, and a fantastic course created, Katie created. And also follow the Coming to New York City uh, Instagram account to stay connected to our lives on a daily basis. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>